Good morning, you guys. Happy Wednesday. Well, I'm actually recording this on Tuesday morning, um, but it will be going up on a Wednesday, so happy Wednesday. I hope your day is going well. Um, I'm sitting on my bed right now, actually. It's a very lovely morning. Um, the sun's coming in through the windows. Got my turmeric tea and just starting the day. It's I think it's about nine o'clock. I really like recording podcast in the morning because well in all honesty like I'm definitely much more of a writer than a speaker which is why I am doing this podcast okay gazelle is meowing at birds um so I apologize if you can hear that but that's just my darling little cat um getting distracted by the ducks outside the window they've been taunting her for weeks now anyway um yeah, what, what was I saying? So I'm definitely much more of a writer than a speaker. And so part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to sort of get accustomed to speaking and yeah, let things flow through me this way because I'm very good at like, you know, I'll sit down to write a blog post, sit down to write anything and it just works. You know, like I wrote the first draft of my book, I reckon in like two months just because it just goes. That's how I communicate. Whereas Speaking, it takes a lot more, and so I just found on the days that I was, like, set to record a podcast, I'd be getting butterflies in my stomach the entire day because, I mean, it's not like I'm speaking to anyone. It's not like this is public speaking, but I just have this innate fear that I'm going to freeze up halfway through, and so I think that by getting getting the recording done in the morning and feeling good about it, and, you know, as I've gone through this podcast, I've gotten so much more confident in my speaking, like, in the first few episodes are, like literally me reading off a bit of paper every like word pretty much word for word I'd write it all out first because again that's how I communicate um but now it's literally just I'm getting much more I just have like my notes and a couple of dot points which I try not to look at because then once I start looking at the dot points I get sucked into like reading my writing and I'm like oh my god there's no dot point what was I going to say next So anyway, long story short, we're recording in the morning and it feels really good. It sets me up for my entire day um, because I just have that like sort of confidence that comes through with uh, speaking and being able to do it and I guess mastering something that I have never really excelled at. So that is why we're recording in the morning Um, and it's really nice, you know, like the morning sun comes in through my window. And so I can just sit on my bed, sitting here in my trackies, in my jumper, and it's actually really hot, but just have the sun, like, blasting on my face while I chat to you, so it's really nice. Um, And that is a beautiful segue into what we're talking about today. So we are in the second week of Leo season. Welcome. Hope you're enjoying it as much as I am, and I hope you're upgrades for Leo season in the first week are going well so last week we spoke about just becoming a little bit braver you know Leo is very much that like brave-hearted lion like they they're the ones who give us permission to shine our own light so they're sort of out there bravely just doing them doing them like saying yes when they want to say yes saying no when they want to say no like not giving a fuck what anyone else thinks and just doing them um being braver, putting themselves first, which is absolutely terrifying and requires a lot of courage in this day and age in which we are taught to like put ourselves last and be the martyr and all that shit. 
So that's what we spoke about this last week. And then this week, it's sort of following on the same vein. It's like a beautiful, um, we are leading into this week. So this week's Leo season upgrade, we're just calling self-assured. And so in order to really dive into what it means to be self-assured and how we can use the medicine of Leo season to dive into that and embody that for ourselves, we need to explore, I think, like some of the shadow side of Leo, which is often, I mean, for most signs, but some more than others, the shadow side is what sort of gets the most publicity because, you know, I mean, I'm a Scorpio, so I know all about this, you know, like people call me overdramatic and intense and horrible and vindictive and whatever else they say about us. And Gemini is another really sign that gets a really bad rap. Um, And then Leo, their shadow side that gets a lot of attention is this need to be like in the spotlight, overdramatic, like showing off. Um, Yeah, I think that showing off, you know, I think of like someone who is in the habit of making it all about them and creating drama just to enjoy the attention that it brings, if that makes sense. That is a lot of what Leo is looked down upon for and (laughs) hated for and known for, unfortunately, because in a lot of astrology, people just think about the bad traits, but the sort of astrology that I practice is more like interested in, okay, what are the highest evolutions of the signs and how can we step into, like work our way through the shadow side of whatever shit is like in our sign and step into the highest evolution, like... Yeah, so that is what we're going to talk about today. So self-assured is the higher evolution of the sort of Leo who is showing off. Okay, so I'll break that down a bit further. Like, So this this show-off Leo, is, so if we are working with Leo season to sort of put ourselves out there and just do us and, again, be a bit braver and share our work or whatever it is that we are working on this season – we could uh, step into that place in which we are like showing off and doing things just for attention and over-dramatizing what's going on in our world and, you know, sort of having that embodiment of like in a negative way being like, I don't give a fuck what you say, like I'm going to do me and haters can hate and whatever else, you know, there's a really positive side of that and there's a really negative side of that. And the more shadowy side of Leo is the more negative side of that. Whereas self-assured, you know, a self-assured Leo is just like, I know who I am. I know what I am. I know what my message is. I know what I'm here to say. I know what I'm here to do. I'm going to get up in front of whoever is watching, whether that is one person or whether that is a million people, and I'm going to say, do, be who I am. Do you see the difference? Okay, and so... I think a massive difference between show off and self-assured is like if when we're showing off there's we're actually like we're actually still hiding a part of ourselves like as much as we say to the outside world like well this is who I am like give me attention love me we're still hiding a part of ourselves because we haven't truly accepted who we are because we don't believe who we are is worthy of being loved. Okay, so 
we're seeking the attention because we're not giving that attention to ourselves because we don't believe that exactly who we are is worthy of receiving that love. And this is such a powerful lesson to learn during Leo season is just like who you are and who you actually are is actually worthy of being loved exactly as you are. But until you learn to accept all these things within yourself, other people aren't going to accept them out of you. And so that's where you go looking outside of you for the attention. And that's where you go start like creating this uh, uh, persona, this showy persona that you think is going to get this attention that you crave. But that's because you are neglecting things within yourself and not giving yourself parts of yourself that attention. So you're still pretending to be someone that you're not, no matter how much you think. And like, I know there are probably a lot of Leos in the world who are acting from that shadow side and they think like, no, this is who I am. This is 100% who I am. But they're still acting. They're still covering up who they really are. They just have that like strong Leo pride, which is an excellent thing when channeled for good. Okay. And so, I mean, and all this is the whole point of like everything we do in the quarter life revolution is that it's not specific to the sun sign of the season that we're working on. So I'm not just speaking to Leo's right now. Like this is the, the cure for all of us right now. This is the flavor of the cosmos that is affecting everybody regardless of your sun sign right now and yes if you're a leo it's probably affecting you quite quite deeper or if you're a fire sign or if you're a fixed sign so um fire signs are leo aries sag and the fixed signs are leo taurus scorpio aquarius um so you have more of that like leo energy within you but it's for everyone okay so I like so I the difference between Leo and that like showy off and that just like sort of cool this is who I am um if you like me good on ya if you don't good on ya um it's funny because I have both my dad and my little brother have very strong Leo influences in their chart and you know I just my whole life was like I just can't get my head around the Leo persona like I was just like I don't see that in my dad you know because until I really started diving into astrology and studying it deeper, my understanding of Leo was well, what everyone thought of it was, you know, that a show off. Um, and so my dad's sun sign is Leo. And then once I started studying all my family's charts, I discovered that my little brother's rising sign is Leo. And he's very much the same. He's not like showy off. He's not creating drama. He's not creating a persona that he shows to the outer world like he just is and that is the essence of Leo at their highest evolution like they both they just are exactly who they are unapologetically they own that and they're just like wow yeah some people are not gonna like me you know and some people are not and that is 100% the higher evolution of Leo and that is what we are working towards this week so how do we step into becoming more self-assured? Well, this is like the whole journey. It's like you want to get to a place, or at least I want to get to a place, in which I am completely myself and I'm not afraid to share who that person is with the outside world because I know who I am and I know who I'm not. And again, the people who like that will like naturally radiate towards me and the people who don't like that will just naturally stay away, like be repelled. And that's cool. 
And so I just started thinking about, you know, if I was embodying that person, that version of me that is totally self-assured, that knows who I am, that knows what I'm about, like, what would that look like to me? And I guess I can look back on my past and see when I've not been acting from that place, which I'm self-assured, and see what had to change in order for me to step into this, this version of me that is more self-assured. And again, it's a journey. I'm not there. I am growing alongside you every step of the way. Like we are all in this shit together, my friends. But some of those things that I thought uh, contribute to being self-assured were that we are quenched. (laughs) And so when I say quenched, I mean we are not like thirsty for approval. Okay, so you can tell when someone's thirsty for approval because they're like, out there they're being like oh do you love me like do you need me do you see me like can I have this attention give me attention you know and that was like that was me especially so if you know a little bit about my story like I have been I was massively bullied in high school I was very much like I have had low self-esteem my entire life and it just led to this like absolute just like thirstiness for approval for attention you know like from crushes from friends from family um And then I guess when I was in my late teens, early 20s, that was, it looked sort of like I would do anything for attention. I would be like always the drunkest at the party because I need that attention on me of being like, oh my God, she's so wasted. (laughs) And you know, I, I was funny when I drink like a hundred percent because I didn't have a, didn't have like the courage to be who I am when I wasn't drinking. And so it was like when I started drinking, I suddenly had a personality and like I got that attention that I was craving, you know, but it was thirstiness for it. It was always like I was actively like I would be plotting in my mind and whether you're doing this consciously or unconsciously, you know, you're plotting in your mind, how can I get approval? How can I get attention? You know that shit and people smell that a mile away like, but when you're self-assured, you don't have that thirstiness because you are giving yourself that attention for yourself and you know at the end of the day that's all that really matters like you're just like okay I don't need that outside approval because I approve of myself like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing this anyway so it's like if the approval comes like that's awesome if the attention comes that's awesome but if it doesn't like it's also awesome like it doesn't doesn't affect you either way you're not going to change who you are or what you're doing or what your truth is, just to receive that attention. And I think we find, like, I, you know, as you step into this person who is more self-assured, who is more clear in who they are and really expresses that to the outside world and isn't afraid of what people are going to say, like, attention and approval, like, it comes anyway. Like, maybe not in the shape that you thought, you know, maybe not from your parents, or the people that you were friends with, maybe they won't understand, but people who are aligned to this new person that you are, they're the ones who are going to be approving and giving you the attention that your inner Leo craves anyway. So it's usually one leads to the other, but you just, you just don't need it. You know, it's not something you need. It's not something you crave. It's great if it comes, but we ain't thirsty for it. Okay. Uh, the next little element of someone who is self-assured that I wrote down is that we're authentic in all situations. 
Okay, so you might find that you've gotten to a place where you can totally be yourself and be who you are and not have that fakeness and embody your true self and speak your truth in front of all your close friends, you know, and that's great. And maybe like your colleagues or whatever it is. Um, but you still have those moments when you switch into like that fakeness or that playing small or pretending to be something else in certain specific situations. So it might be something like, you know, you walk into a new cafe for the first time and before you step foot in, you're all that like cool, calm, collected, self-assured, chilling, this is who I am persona or whatever your true self looks like. And then you walk into the cafe and you put on that like really high pitch, like, hi, how you doing? Or, you know, that fakeness comes out and you're doing this sort of like dance with the other person, like the person who's serving you where you're both pretending to be something that you're not, you know, like they're pretending to be your ever, your ever present server who just wants to give you exactly what you want. And you're pretending to be this like customer who's nice and I don't know, whatever else you pretend to be whatever it looks like, you're still putting on that fakeness. And this can be like when you meet someone new, <clears throat> you know, like, sorry. <coughs> um, it could be whenever you meet someone new, you're pretending to be something that you're not. So it is one thing and it is amazing to reach a place where like in front of your close friends, you can be who you are. But it is a whole other thing to be that person all the time. And to be unafraid to share who that person is with the world all the time. And that is a massive part of being self-assured, you know, because when you allow those situations to exist where you do still put on those little acts and you still have situations where you hide who you are or you apologize for who you are or you don't share your truth or you're interested in, you know, I'm not saying that like to every stranger you'd have to be like, this is who I am, this is what I'm about, blah, blah, blah. If you don't like it, go fuck you, go fuck yourself, like whatever. You know, that's not what I'm saying. It is more that just like you ha- you embody this person who is self-assured and knows who they are and isn't afraid to, like isn't like living from that sort of dance of like, you know, oh, do they like me? <laughs> Should I be nicer? Uh, is it safe to say that around them? You know? You're not living from that place. Eh. Oh, and a big part of that, the family, you know? We can be pretty darn terrified of being our true selves around our family. So, yeah, that's a massive test. It's like, who are you when you're around your family? And who, how does that differ from the person that you are, this self-assured person that you want to be? That's a really good place to look at it. All right, and the next element I had of someone who's self-assured is you have uncovered and accepted who you are. So I guess this is sort of like the first step is, you know, who are you? Who is that self-assured person? Like, what does it mean to be self-assured to you? What parts of yourself do you have to accept before you can really be assured in that you are that person? And how can you accept those parts of yourself that you may have covered up for years and just like integrate them into exactly who you are? So, and I mean, this is the work, like, you know, it's uncovering all the shit that you've covered over for your entire life. Uh, You know, what your darker 
what the darker parts of your past are, what the lighter bits of you are that you also may have dulled, you know, so it's not just the negative parts of our personality that we hide away. We can hide away the positive parts of who we actually are as well because we don't want to be we don't want to be perceived as like a show off or as someone who thinks they're great, you know, like there's this tendency in our society to hide our talents and our skills and our achievements and our uniqueness that makes us who we are because we are told that that's you know self-centered or being a show-off or that's not okay or you know if we talk about our achievements it's like oh well you know then I make this person feel bad because they don't have that and we're running in such like a competition-based society that apparently if you achieve something it means someone else can't or whatever else it is so we hide these unique parts of ourselves we squash them down and we don't let them see the light of day Whereas in order to be self-assured, we have to really embody these parts of ourselves, like both the more shadowy shadowy aspects of ourselves and the lighter parts of ourselves. Um, And so it's like, how, how do you find these, these parts? And again, like that is the journey. That is what we are here to do. You know, you, you, there's no end. Like you spend your entire life figuring out who you really are and, growing into what you're meant to be in this world but you know there are certain things you can do to make the journey easier and I've spoken about this before but like like shadow work um is massive in this um and I've recommended a book many times and I'll recommend it again so in case you haven't heard it yet so um the book that really helped me with uncovering a lot of my personality and like my talents as well and bits of myself that I've rejected was is called Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford so she is basically a shadow work expert um who and like throughout this book there are different exercises and meditations that you can go in and like look at the parts of yourself that you've rejected and see who in your past told you to hold hold these bits down or what experiences in your past sort of made you think that certain elements of your personality were not okay to share you know and again it can be it can be like things that are perceived as like bad um by society so you know selfishness you know you might have been taught that like selfishness is not okay and now you're reached you've reached adulthood and you never take any time for yourself because you are so terrified of being perceived as selfish. So can you see that like this thing that like we created as a negative in our childhood would actually be so positive if we learn how to embody it in the right way. And so doing that shadow work and like going in and discovering and then integrating these parts of yourself back into who you are can be so powerful, like so transformative and you can form this greater picture of exactly who you are and really come into that. Um, and then another thing, of course, is like meditation. You know, I can never not, like I can never say enough about how meditation, like just meditating 10 minutes a day has literally changed my life. I think I started it about four years ago when I was in a really low place, completely like depressed anxious oh my god anxiety out of the roof because I had no idea who I was I had so many voices swirling around my voice that were telling me like you should do this you're like this you know like defining my personality for me 
and that I had no idea who I actually was. But it wasn't until I learned to get still, take some deep breaths and tune in and just like tune out of everything else that I was able to rediscover these parts of myself, like what is actually true, like that my intuition could come through and speak to me and tell me what is actually me and what is an outside influence. And it, you know, it takes so long and that work is never done either. Like I'm always just like, oh, discovering new bits of myself that I have repressed. But dude, meditation is the best place to start and it's so easy. Uh, um, what else? Oh, and oh, of course the birth chart. So this has, yeah, since, I mean, I've, again, I've been studying my birth chart since I was like nine years old, such an astrology nerd as a child, but this got repressed in a teenage, in my teenage years when people told me like, no, <laughs> It's so weird. Why Why are you interested in that stuff? Astrology isn't real. Witches work. Devils work. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever else it is, that all got pushed aside. But Loki, I've been studying my birth chart since I was nine. And so I have been discovering new parts, like new aspects of that as I've progressed in this astrology journey. And so much of it is just, you know, you can see in your birth chart what parts of you you have repressed you can accept them as a part of yourself. So I'll use myself as a personal example. Um, I have four planets in the eighth house. So without going into too much detail, like um, the houses of astrology are just areas of your chart that rule over a specific area of your life, right? So your first house is all about your personality. Second house is about money and self-worth. Third is about communication Fourth is family in the home, etc., etc. Um, and the eighth house rules over like mysteries, death, rebirth, transformation, transmutation, like the occult, magic, um, oh, and like conspiracy theories and anything mysterious that is sort of just like pushed aside by normal society. And I have four planets there. And when I realized this, I was just like, Oh, and this was sort of maybe maybe two or three years ago when I was just like sort of getting back into this whole mystic spiritual side of myself um, after letting it go for 10 years to be normal. And I was just like, oh, wow, I do have this like really deep connection to spirituality and mysticism and magic. And, you know, I had all these memories of as a child, like just being a witch like casting spells and listening to the wind and um talking to spirit guides and you know all these like strange occurrences in childhood and I was just like wow I've always been so interested in this but I shut it down I shut down that part of myself whereas it's when you see that like in the chart it's like oh it's okay like that's just who I am that is a part of like my soul's evolution it's part of why I'm here and you can just reintegrate that into your personality and be like oh it's not me being weird it's just who I am <laughs> um so yeah birth chart work is so so intensely brilliant for rediscovering like who you actually are and what parts of yourself you've been pretending to be
Um, and, oh yeah, okay, so I've recommended one book, but there is one other book that, you know, once you've discovered who you really are, once you've done the work and you've gone within and you're like, okay, this is the person I want to be um, displaying to society, then you can come in with this book that I read at just the right time. So I think I read it maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh, my sister read it first actually and she lent it to me and it's called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck and I should have looked up the author before I started recording but I didn't, sillily, but if you just google that, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, I'm sure it will come up um, and it is 100% just this book that like if you haven't read it, just read it, read it, you know, it's just this book that's all about pretty much deciding what you do give a fuck about and what you definitely don't give a fuck about and reorganizing your life and priorities to reflect that that's all I'll say that's all I'll say about it but if you're in a place where you are ready to embody that like Leo at her highest self-assured this is who I am I'm out here doing me so you do you like if you want to join this like fantastic lion pack that I am creating come on board if you're not interested get out of here that's where you want to get in okay um yeah so that is all I have to say about self-assured our Lear upgrade for week two um if you want to explore this week deeper with me so come on board the best places are instagram um, it's at Heatherman Astrology. Come play. And also my on my blog this week there will be different posts um reflecting like again what it means to be self-assured and steps that we can take towards becoming more self-assured. Uh I don't even know. I'm haven't even quite figured out what shape this is gonna take this week. Um I'm also doing a blog post later today about Mercury retrograde in Leo and what I feel the real medicine and healing from this Mercury retrograde is going to take. So I'll post on Instagram about that when that is up later. But that's Tuesday. So by the time you listen to this, the blog post will be done. The magic of technology. Um, okay. And that is about it. So thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world. Come play on Instagram on my blog um at the moment if you when you subscribe to my blog my ebook is free which is called Cosmic Purpose the Modern Mystics Guide to Unlocking and Activating the Secret Superpowers in Your Sun Moon and Rising Sign so it's just this ebook all about how we have you know our birth charts tell us so much about what our soul came here to achieve and just really starts in empowering you to understand your birth chart and what your soul is here for. So definitely come on board, give that a read, tell me what you think, tell me what you think your soul is here for. Um, my website is www.heatherman.com.au, but that will all be in the show notes. All right, lots of love and I will speak to you later. Okay, bye.